Shut up and sit down. guys thank you so much for joining us here on another episode of cinema from the dark side podcast i'm your host patrick and i am joined here today by mike mike what's up hey what's going on not too much and we do have a special guest here with us today this is brad brad how are you doing good how are you pat doing pretty good man so guys this is a very special episode we're going to be reviewing wonder woman today and this is our 10th episode so we made it this far i'm going to keep going this has been super fun uh since it is our 10th episode just to give you a refresher about how this show normally goes at the top of the program we do have movie news where we go over the latest stuff that we've uh, discovered coming about upcoming cinema, films, so on and so forth. Uh, then we have our main topic, which is Wonder Woman. And then we have a listener mail where you can literally send us your questions and we'll answer them live on the show. So in order to get started here at the top of the program for movie news, looks like we do have some info about Wonder Woman 2. Uh, looks like this one is going to be set to take place here right in America. So... Um, what's also interesting in this article is that they said they don't have a director yet for Wonder Woman 2. <laughs> uh, Patty Jenkins has not been signed on, who directed the first one. What do you guys think about that? I don't see why she wouldn't be. I mean, I think that's kind of a foolish move, especially as someone who, uh, in interviews with Gal Gadot, like, she's explicitly said that Wonder Woman is as good as it is because they shared such a common vision as to what Wonder Woman, what Wonder Woman should be. Right. I I definitely agree. She she did a fantastic job when it comes to Wonder Woman. Um, but it's going to be interesting because obviously the first Wonder Woman was set during World War II. This one's going to be set in current times. I can only assume it's going to be taking place after Justice League that comes out. Um, what do you think about that, Brad? Um... <laughs> Could you repeat the question? Dude, Brad. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we're not editing that out. Um, Brad, I asked, what did you think about that, about Wonder Woman being set in America after it's been done in World War II? Wasn't it World War One? I? I, no. Yes, it was. Yeah, it, oh, was it? was it? in World oh, War I. Yeah, the, I'm yeah dumb. because the Kaiser. Yeah, I am they're, dumb yeah. as shit. Yeah, the they were Germany. Germans, and poor Germans, like, you know, getting yeah, made fun of. Yeah, they got the like, shaft over over. in uh, both of those wars. Why did I think World War II? You know what I was because thinking? Because the Germans were the enemies? No, you know what I was thinking of? <laughs> I was thinking of Captain America, the uh, first yeah, Avenger. With, with the Nazis? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Definitely a different universe as well, friend. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Very different. I'm, I'm just a moron. And they had the old biplanes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah, uh... Gil Godot was amazing in Wonder Woman, uh, as we'll get into later on. Um, definitely, definitely psyched to see her in more movies. Definitely one of the best female superheroes they could have started with, when it comes to uh, you know a female superhero. Um, but yeah, that's all we got for that one. And Mike, why don't you go ahead with our next bit of movie news? Okay, so the next little bit here is, I guess uh, for a while there was maybe a, a hope for another maybe like a reboot or a sequel of the, you know, Ghostbusters um, series after the um, tragic, I guess, bombing of uh, the Ghostbusters remake of, like, the all-female cast and, you know, whatever it is. I mean, personally, I like Miss Melissa McCarthy, and I think she's a really good actress, and the other ladies in the film, you know, in their own respects, doing what they do, funny, um, you know, for the most part. But in this movie, being that they basically cut off uh, you know, everything um, from the old movie and said, oh, that never happened, that never existed, blah, blah, blah. Dan Aykroyd was actually really, really pissed about this. Um, and he, in an interview, he kind of let several comments fly about how angry he was. And he's not actually angry at the actresses, um, you know, who portrayed the roles. He was actually really, really angry at the director, Paul Feig. Yep. Um, and he made that extremely clear uh, in an interview. Um, I don't recall with whom. Um, basically just stating that, you know, all of these choices were, you know, artistic choices made by the director and they shouldn't have been made that way. Right. Uh, it says here in this article that uh, basically they had to um, he Dan Aykroyd was a producer and they mm -hmm. said, like, you need to shoot this, 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 this director's like, no, we don't have to do that. But then they had to do almost 40 million dollars in reshoots oh, yeah. to include what they originally said to do, mm -hmm. which is incredibly ridiculous 40 million dollars on reshoots i mean some movies like that is their budget and they're just doing deadpool had a 55 million dollar budget 
So to do 40 million in reshoots, that's holy brutal. shit. That's brutal. I mean, that's a huge investment to fuck up. <laughs> When's the sequel coming? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly why it's not going to happen, apparently. Dan Aykroyd, the producer of it, basically just said, absolutely not. I'm not, I'm not doing this shit again. Right. And I, I don't, don't blame him. I don't know what you guys thought about the, the Ghostbusters remake. I felt it was just too silly. Well, honestly, there was so much buzz going on around it. You know, and there's so much... Oh, the controversy of like, oh, well, it's an all-woman cast. Well, I don't I like it. And it's, exactly. There was a lot of that bullshit going around, swirling around about it. And at the time, I was just kind of in a fuck it mood, and I didn't watch it. I didn't feel like watching it. It didn't look like something that interested me because, as you said, it even in the, in the advertisements for it and in their whole campaign, it just seemed too silly. Right. And, I mean, yes, the original movie was silly, and it had a lot of silly parts in it, but it overall wasn't just focused around slapstick idiocy right agreed agreed definitely all right so let me get my next bit of movie news here so it looks like we have a new date for suicide squad looks like they're gonna start shooting the second one in 2018 um they're writing the script at at the time and and basically uh one of the writers on there says he's uh he's coming back to write for it I don't know. Did you guys see Suicide Squad at all? I saw bits. And I, when I say I saw bits, again, um, I like to form opinions for myself by a lot of movies. But yeah, um, when a movie first comes out and I don't see it opening day and I hear the amount of like just shit talking about like movies that is, as I've heard unanimously, not just like from certain sources, I kind of just avoid them because I don't want to spend the damn money. Um, I uh, I did not see the um, live action Suicide Squad. I saw the animated one that came out a few years ago, um, but um, I don't know too much about the uh, the newest one. Yeah, um, I saw it and I was like, I was very disappointed. It was, it had it had its moments. Like Will Smith playing Deadshot, he he played that part re- really well. Um, and you know, obviously everyone uh, thought that uh, Margot Robbie's. Uh, Harley Harley Quinn was amazing and she was but those elements don't for me didn't make the movie good when the story just fell so flat yeah um, I mean you can have all the good acting in the world and if it's a shit story it's still gonna be a shit story yeah it definitely was a shit story um, but yeah I mean that's just one little thing uh, I hope the second one is better cause I think the first one had serious potential but the story just fell pretty much on its face and we'll hope. Well, and uh, something that we've been kind of consistently covering uh, over several episodes here is um, obviously, you know, Star Wars and all Star Wars related things. But, you know, something we've also covered on in the past is the, um, you know, Carrie Fisher passing away and how they're handling her passing with, you know, future movies. Well, um, you know, basically, as we had stated once and, you know, kind of goofy, goofed up, um, you know, she's not going to be in episode nine at all. Um, conceptually, you know, they were really for like forming the story of nine around her, but they hadn't gotten the script written by the time she passed. And, uh, so obviously, you know, she's not going to be a part of that film. Um, and she passed after all her shots were, were done for eight. So, you know, it just makes sense. Obviously she's going to be an eight. Um, and they're trying to handle her passing and, you know, Leia not being in the future movies with as much respect as possible. Um, and the, I believe it's one of the yeah the director sorry uh, Colin um, Trevoro am I saying that right? Uh, I think so. Okay, yeah. um, you know I actually feel really really bad for him. Um, you know, and I, it's just it's sad for the rest of us. But after they were done filming the Last Jedi, he's even quoted in an interview saying like the minute she finished her shots, she grabbed him and said, "I better be at the forefront of nine. Like I better be the main character." You know kind of part of the story right because harrison ford was the you know the center of episode seven um because it was all about him and well it wasn't all about him obviously but he was like the main older character that was brought forward because he was you know trying to reconcile or uh, confront his son right and you know of course mark hamill by all accounts is going to be the the main older uh cast member in episode eight so she said, I better be in the forefront of nine. And, right. um, you know, he even said, and, and it would have been that way. That would have been her movie. Um, but unfortunately, you know, she passed just before they really started the writing process. 
Um, so it's really hard on them. And he even said the limitations on what's going to happen in the ninth movie are really only based on on them. Um, mm-hmm. And it's only going to be limited by by what they think and what they feel. Uh, but I, I'd be really, you know, I'm going to be really surprised uh, it, it, no matter what direction they go with it, um, just to see how they send off Leia right. um, in some kind of way. If they if they kill her off in some awesome battle, or if they, you know, do something where she she just does some sort of epic uh, action, that'd be really cool. But what do you think, Pat? Uh, I mean, I I definitely want to make sure that her character is you know uh, remembered and treasured for all of us Star Wars fans. And I like the fact that uh, they went on record to say that basically, you know, her her character will be handled with, uh, you know, love and respect and all the soul that Carrie Fisher deserves. That's a quote uh, in this article. Um, so that's that's definitely going to be a I hope it's a gut wrench. I really hope it is. I mm-hmm. hope that I feel so much emotion for what they do with Carrie Fisher's character that it, it, it is a good send off. Uh, you know, for her. So uh, if they do it right and, you know, because we've said in previous episodes, like, oh, they have to kill her off, mm-hmm. uh, which I still believe that to be true. They can't just send her away. Um, but I hope it's done gracefully. Really, that's what it comes down to. Brad? I have not seen episode eight yet. Don't you get me out of your house. Well, dude, well, hold bastard. on. You moron. Episode eight isn't released yet. Oh, I mean, sorry. I haven't <laughs> no seen it, but don't kick me out of your house. I haven't seen episode seven yet. Well, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Is your favorite episode three? No. Did I... you love Revenge of the Sith? Oh. <laughs> Revenge of the shit. Yeah, dude. I and mean, the angsty looks yeah. of uh, Anakin. Yeah. I mean, you always gotta you always gotta have the high ground. Right. Actually, speaking of Anakin, this isn't in the movie news, but you guys can Google the trailer. Uh, there was a trailer with uh, the guy who played Anakin. I forget his name at the moment. Um, and Bruce Willis. And his acting actually looks good. For what movie? Uh, it, it was a movie. Uh, fuck, I forget. that uh, Christian Haydenson? Yeah, yeah, some shit like Something that. Something like that. Just Google that trailer and we like to it, forget about him yeah but he actually his acting does look good um just a little taken long enough jesus <laughs> gotta iron out the bumps at some yeah gotta, point. gotta iron out the bumps start. over decades right. <laughs> i will go ahead and i will read this next bit here um so uh alien covenant concept art and sequel ideas hint at shaw's fate so uh if you guys had seen alien covenant uh there's a lot of uh mixed feelings about the movie i was yeah people hated on it but i'll be honest with you i mean yeah it didn't really fit with the whole story but visually it was very pleasing did you go see it covenant oh i'm so sorry i'm a fucking idiot (laughs) um obvious i'll be honest with you i spaced the fuck out and thought about prometheus (laughs) people shit all over prometheus and i just liked it visually i thought it was a very pretty film it was alien covenant um answered a lot of questions about prometheus yeah so that was enough that was really cool um, but basically, there was a the, one of the writers basically went on a long little uh, interview, and he's quoted basically uh, saying what what was supposed to happen yeah. for the Alien Covenant franchise and how he feels it's actually going to be in the next film, should the next film uh, go forward. So basically, um, the writer is uh, this is a quote from the writer who's speaking directly to Ridley Scott. Uh, basically, he said. I think one of the conversations that we had at the end of Prometheus, Shaw and David have basically locked in on the coordinates of the planet where the engineers came from. What, uh, what does that place look like? Ridley, call, uh, Ridley called it paradise. Uh, what happens when they land on the planet? It doesn't feel like they've gotten there yet in Covenant. Covenant felt like it may maybe was a detour prior to them arriving to the place of origin, so I don't want to spoil any place that he might still be wanting to go, but the conversations that he and I had about the story... Uh, where the story goes next were largely about the place where the engineers were from and less uh, less the events of Covenant. So it still looks like we could see more of the engineers' homeworld. Uh, It'd be interesting. It would definitely be interesting. I mean, I'd, but I'd be very interested in that, actually. That's kind of weird because in Alien Covenant, it kind of looked like their homeworld. <laughs> well, and again, that's, I think that's kind of what he just touched on in that, that yeah. statement is that that could have been it. Um, or because he didn't want to disclose anything extra, right? That very possibly could not have been it. Now, that would be interesting. I do want to see Alien Covenant. Um, I have to pick and choose the movies I go see right now. My pregnant wife gets very uncomfortable in movie theaters now, um, right. with the uh, whole crampness. But um, 
I, it is something I want to go see. I'm very interested. That's actually, I think, the reason I liked uh, Prometheus so much because I like the idea of the engineers. It's like this perfectly formed life form that somehow creates other life forms and just sees what happens. Well, dude, I, <laughs> seriously, watch Alien Covenant because it answered a lot of questions for me when it came down Did to... Did it answer why people can't run left? <laughs> 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 oh god damn that was really dumb was I re-watched, fucking stupid I rewatched Prometheus yeah. just to refresh myself before I went and saw Covenant mm-hmm. and I was just like god damn Mike is right she could have just ran dude, left dude ran left all day she could have ran left there, she, there was an incline okay. yeah well, yeah sure <clears throat> oh right so um one last bit of movie news here that I actually um just looked up as we were recording this because I saw it earlier and I couldn't find it Looks like Edgar Wright could possibly. Now, if you don't know who Edgar Wright is, he directed the Cornetto trilogy, meaning Shaun of the oh, Dead. Oh, fuck yeah. Hot Cornetto Fuzz. trilogy's hilarious. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. He may be up for directing a Star Wars film. What? what? So I don't know on, if I'm okay on. with that. Hold on. <laughs> he was on board. He almost directed Ant-Man. He only left because there were creative differences, and he's a huge comic book nerd. Okay. Um, but his new movie, Baby Driver, even oh, the- I want I didn't know he was directing that. I want to see that so fucking badly. We'll, we'll definitely fucking see. I that. am <laughs> so excited about that movie coming out. Baby Driver review Looks coming so soon. <laughs> fucking good. Yeah, I every time I see a preview for that, I just oh, lose my dude. tits. The title is dumb as fuck. Dude, whatever, it looks awesome. <laughs> but it does look fucking sweet. So that's an Edgar Wright movie. That looks so fucking good. So while good. he was promoting Baby Driver, uh, basically someone um, from CNET uh, asked him if he would consider directing a Star Wars movie. And he said, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I have something crazy, but I can't tell you. Uh, they go on to say that Connie from CNET said, oh, no, you can tell us. He said, no, I really can't. Uh, laughing, you'll see at Christmas. Oh, so it kind of sounds like there may be something in the works. For yeah, Edgar and like he Wright. may have already signed a, a, a fucking and and what is it NDA whatever. Yeah, NDA. a non-disclosure. NDA, yeah, non-disclosure. Yeah. So yeah, um, but dude, based on his past, you know, work, I am totally up for him directing uh, a Star Wars film. It'll be interesting. Oh, I mean, I, the reason I said I don't know if I'd be okay with that is just because his track record of goofy. You know, and don't get me wrong, he made those fucking movies, like, excellently goofy. Right. But I didn't know he was directing Baby Driver, and that shit looks incredibly, like, like good. Not Not just, like, a goofy-ass, you know, Simon Pegg movie. I know. But, like, just good. It looks super cool. Yeah, and Kevin Spacey's badass. All right. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so that wraps it up for our movie news. Before we get to the, uh, our main topic, I do want to give a shout-out to our sponsor, MJDArtworks.com. He's the guy who made the artwork for our Facebook, Facebook, SoundCloud, and iTunes page. And you can go ahead and check out his work at his website, MJDArtworks.com, to check out some cool acrylic paintings, watercolor paintings, and some sketches. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into our main topic of Wonder Woman. So, Wonder Woman 2017 feature film directed by Patty Jenkins and uh, stars the famous, now famous actress, Gail Godot. Um, Mike, what did you think about the film overall? I thought it was a fucking awesome movie. Oh, definitely. Um, I mean, I thought it was really good. Something I really like, um, especially about when I saw it in the theater, you know, is that they, something that I didn't know about Wonder Woman, you know, because as a little boy, and in the way a lot of things were, you know, even when we were younger, you know, I didn't really pay too much attention to Wonder Woman. You no. know, she, she basically just, in the cartoons at least, because they nerfed her down. Um, Scruffy nerf herder? Yeah. No, they, <laughs> they ner- you know, they kind of nerfed her powers. She I was know. the lady with the invisible jet and a lasso. Yeah. She didn't have a sword and a shield, and she wasn't a warrior. Um, but I always thought it was really interesting. Uh, they actually brought up that in her first inception, which was f- even longer ago, that she had all these superpowers and she was like super strong and really powerful fighter but some dipshit psychologist back in the who fucking knows when decided that that was breeding lesbianism in the youth oh and wow so, yeah and so that, that was literally a, like a preview thing before i didn't the movie, know that <laughs> um that they showed and i thought that it was really fucking interesting but I, I thought that it was a really really good movie um i'm a huge fan of history like as as a whole and the fact that Wonder Woman's myth, like the whole story behind Wonder Woman, is all about like essentially Greek mythology, 
which is really fucking cool to me. Oh, I course. thought that how they tied I that love shit in. Of Greek mythology. Yeah, I, th I, I thought that shit was really interesting. I have to say, I felt like an idiot because I was asking, like, isn't Mars the god of war? You are and such a got, dipshit. And I got called out, like, no, it's Ares, it's Greek mythology. Like, ooh. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you weren't far off. It's Roman, Roman mythology yeah, the is Mars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, what? One person taking another person's religion and calling something else? <laughs> no way. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I definitely loved it, um, especially me. I'm a huge DC fan. I like DC over Marvel overall in terms of comic books. I like the characters more. I thought they're a little bit more well-developed. It is so refreshing to finally get a DC movie that really I have very little to no complaints about. Yeah. Well, my, I actually have a question. It's not so much with Wonder Woman. Did they ever make a standalone uh, Aquaman movie? They are. They're make okay. So they're making it. That was yes. my question because I when they because they announced um the what's way, his face to play Aquaman fucking forever ago. He's gonna be in Justice League, which comes well, out yeah. at the end of this year. And I'm really fucking excited about him. Yeah, he's a really good actor. I've been watching Frontier on Netflix. It's incredible. Oh, dude, <laughs> the way the way DC and we can discuss this later because we've been talking about doing a DC versus Marvel episode for yeah. quite a while. Yeah. Um, but the way DC is doing shit nowadays, they're just really trying to play catch up to Marvel. Yes. Yeah. And they've been putting out subpar movies, except I liked Man of Steel. I know it wasn't revered by a lot of people, but I, I had very little criticisms about that film as well. Sure. Batman vs. Superman, unless you're watching the <laughs> Ultimate Edition, which, by the way, is three hours long. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, Lord of the Rings Ultimate Edition is like four. The standard movie's three, so. That sounds like a fucking but, like, nightmare. Like, it's it's so convoluted and full of shit that, well, like, the story goes... Everything. Yeah, because they're trying to play catch-up. Yeah, it's stupid. They're like, hey, don't forget about these superheroes we have. It's not just Batman. <laughs> right. Oh, man. So, but yeah, Wonder Woman was fantastic. Um, some of my favorite parts, obviously, uh, when she first gets... Well, not when she first gets to the to off of her island, uh, basically, is when they're in the trenches and they're trying to, you know, get to their mission. But she wants to help, you know, help out the people that are across. What is it? No man's land. Yeah. in the trench warfare. Yeah. Warfare, yeah. The trenches, yes. Trench warfare. So they so he Chris Pine's character was basically like, do you understand? This is no man's land. That means they you can't get across this. Yeah. They, they, these guys you. have been here for months and they've hardly gained an inch. Yeah. Like and she's just like. Fuck that noise. Yeah. <laughs> she she just... walks up and just goes to town. I think that that shit's incredible what she does in it. Like, I, you know, crazy shit. My wife watched an interview with Gal Gadot and she, she informed me of this and I had to look it up to see if it was real. Did you know she was pregnant while filming the entire movie? She, no, I heard she was only pregnant during reshoots. During reshoots, really? Uh, that's what I've heard. Okay, well, it said, it said she was five months pregnant while shooting the movie. I've, I don't. I don't know if it was if it was research, but they green screened her stomach. Yeah, they. But yeah, they that's did. fucking incredible. I thought that that was insane. Yeah, definitely. I heard. I heard it was only for reshoots. I may be incorrect on that though. But and uh, I will say something else that I thought was really neat. And obviously, you know, she's from Israel. Um, but something that you know, in Israel, what men and women, everybody in Israel has to be a soldier for a certain amount of time. I think it's like two years or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so she actually was in war. She was. And that's. She, I think that that shit's really really cool. That yeah. she got to play like this super powerful soldier woman, essentially. Right, Brad. What are some of your favorite things about the movie? I really liked the. Uh, I love the scale of you the movie. You need to speak up a little bit. Oh. Let me get a little closer. All right. <laughs> uh, I really love the scale of the movie. Like um, the really big uh, shots, like over the horizon, and then not just um seeing like the um I guess kind of like the epic origin story back on the island they came from. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to pronounce the name. Yeah, it's a weird fucking sound. Themyscira. Thank you. Oh, nice. The nice, mascara. Nice. Um, yeah. And then sounds like you're saying the mascara. That's essentially that's literally what it's basically spelled like. It's the mascara. Yeah. <laughs> um, in addition to like the big backdrops, um, to me, and I know it's like comic book stuff, but the story actually felt really uh, believable because of the way they integrated the story into World War One. Right. Um, she was a part of it, but it wasn't like. Oh, she like fought the whole war. Yeah, like she was a part of like a couple skirmishes mm -hmm. and like played a role, but it was something behind the scenes, and it's like something you look back at. I like how they started the movie as a flashback. They did because they're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna play around. Wonder Woman's not gonna die in her premiere film, so yeah, they're not no. even trying to. Yeah, not it's even not, trying to there's no, it. there's no problems with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I like that too. That's that's good. Yeah, definitely. Um, another one of my favorite parts was uh, the humor in this movie. Yes, was 
excellent. Like, I love the scene when they get off the mascara and um, basically they're on the boat and she's like, well, why don't you sleep over mm-hmm. here? And he's trying mm-hmm. to explain, like, well, you don't really do that unless, yeah, unless you're, you're married. Unless or... you're married. And, he, <laughs> and she, I, don't, I forget how it came up, but basically she was telling him about books that she read about. Uh, all 12 volumes of yeah, the pleasures of, like, of the flesh. Yeah, yes. of, of like pleasure. And it's like, oh, yeah, she ultimately concluded that. Uh, Men are necessary for, for reproduction, but, but not for pleasure. For and Steve's like, no, no, no. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm above average. <laughs> I'm above, yes. Yeah. The humor in this movie was fantastic. And, um Sorry, I don't mean to keep cutting in. It's just something, there's a bunch of shit that I was reading about this movie because I was really excited for this movie. It oh, was, definitely. It looked fucking incredible. Um, the something about this, so it kind of it kind of irked me a bit um, with right before the movie came out, not the movie itself, but um, you know, activist groups are always like tits hard on trying to fuck shit up and like be angry about something. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, right. And there's there's in feminism, you know, it always takes this like rearing ugly head of like I hate dicks kind of thing <laughs> um, right. but real feminism is just believing if you look it up in the dictionaries believing in equality economically and in pretty much all facets of life between men and women which every human being should essentially be a feminist at that point um, and you know not think women as like lesser but there was a group of feminists who basically said oh this this you know movie was supposed to be Oh, a female superhero and, you know, the pinnacle of feminism and women over men mentality. But there were a lot of scenes where, and they said it wasn't feminist enough, so they were boycotting it because it, you know, the, the what's the actor's name? Sorry, the gentleman? Oh, well, Chris Pine. Yeah, Chris Pine's character. There were several, you know, scenes where he was like, no, you can't do that, you're a woman, blah, blah, blah. But in all of those scenes, it was never, no, you can't do that because you're a woman. And then she said, oh, okay. It was always, no, you can't do that because you're a woman. She said, no. I'm going to do it. And then she fucking does it. Right. It shows like a complete disregard for that bullshit mentality of what was back then. So I don't know what the fuck everyone was so up in their ass about, about that kind of stuff. There was so much controversy surrounding this fucking movie. It was just dumb. Oh, of course. I think any controversy at any time is dumb. Especially over a Hollywood movie. Who gives a shit? Who cares? Um, Do you remember? I I didn't put this in the movie news. I wanted to, but I'm like, Mm -hmm. this isn't like news. There was literally a Twitter controversy because in the trailer for Wonder Woman, there's that scene where she lifts her arm and her armpits are like bleached. People are like, she's Amazonian. There should be hair there. Like oh my god! I was like oh my god! What if she's an Israeli model? Like leave her alone, you know what dude. They did. They literally CGI'd her armpits to be tanner because <sighs> of that shit. Man, people are dumb. People <laughs> I know, are fucking I annoying. Hate, I hate that. Yeah. I hate that. There was also the controversy about the one theater showing it to only women. For like yeah, who gives a shit? A they were also going to do a, a fucking uh, screening for men, just men, literally, because they wanted to see how two different genders, because even in today's society, even though people should be equal and shit like that, everyone has different mental processes and people go through different things. It's like if you put a white guy next to a black guy, things are going to be different with the way that they were raised or what they experienced. Same thing if you put a black woman next to a black man. It's two very different ideals because women and men do experience things different, differently, just like white and black and Mexican and fucking everybody else experiences everything differently. So you're going to get a different response. So they want to do centralize this response. Right. I, I, mean, I it's, agree. It's only fucking intelligent. It's how you get a, a fucking focus group, several right. focus groups. Stupid um assholes. one another, another, uh, <laughs> sorry, that was funny. Um, Another thing I, I liked in here, and apparently a lot of people were shitting on it online. What? I liked Aries. Okay, me too, but I, I did want to comment though. on this. That no, I wanted to comment on this. Fucking, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, was that not? Like, that was Lupin from Harry Potter. Yeah! yeah I, knew I was exa- the same motherfucker. I knew exactly where you were going with that. But yeah, no, I listen, I actually thought it was good, especially when they tied it back to when he looked like Ares, the god of war. Yes. In the flashback. I didn't see it at first. I was like, this fucking guy? Um, but then they they looped it back, and it made him look younger and like more buff. And I was like, oh, dude, nice. Like That looks sweet. 
You know, he actually looks like the God of War. He just has this bullshit, like, 70s porno stash. Okay, stache. that mustache. Like, I really wish, like, he was going to transform and, like, lose the stash because you could see it through the cross guard on the helmet. Yeah. I had a really hard take taking the God of War series okay. with this waxed mustache. But I'll give them this. I'll, I will give them this. They stuck re- one. Again, they reverted back to the old school version of, of Wonder Woman being a badass. Yes. Um, all these powers and, like, her being a goddess. Um, but they also... Uh, when they made Ares, Ares, and he lumped together all that armor, it is actually the armor that looks like it was in the comic book and shit, like the original shit for Ares with like the spiked helmet and all that shit, and his floating swords around him. Like if right. you've ever played like uh, what Injustice, I think it is, Gods yeah. Among Us, and you play against Ares or as Ares, you summon swords and shit that float around you, mm. and that's like, yeah, regular shit that happens. I, I like that. You know, a lot of times they try and take artistic. <laughs> whatever Artistic liberties, liberties. <laughs> and they they fuck shit up like that but i think that this director i've seen several interviews with her uh she's done an excellent job and i oh, yeah. really i sincerely hope that dc doesn't get ahead of themselves now that they had one successful I, film i know and uh and be like oh no yeah, we're gonna switch it up we're gonna yeah. switch up the director no this was a good director keep her Basically, and you'll remember from our last episode that we did, uh, one of the movie news articles was that basically the DC movies ride on the future of what's coming out in 2017. Easily. So, and I, like I said, I'm so glad this movie is doing so well. Yes. Um, I mean, I'm glad I, too. I just want Justice League to be good. Oh, me too. Please, yes. for me the too. love of God, make Justice League good. I don't convolute it with so much shit. Yeah. Uh, if they keep it, if I honestly think like the way they executed Avengers was really well. If they kind of model themselves a little bit after that, not trying to focus on everyone's individual story, but everyone's already a group together. Let that all be, you know, uh, explained via their individual movies. How they got to the Justice League, even though they come out afterwards. Yeah, you know what definitely. I mean. Like let that be like let let the you know be Justice League movie be a flash forward to a lot of these other movies instead of trying to explain, oh, well, this person came here like this, and this person came here like this, and let's waste an hour and a half on this, and oh, yeah, uh, we only have 45 minutes left, and we're going to just shove all this fucking story in. <laughs> right. Brad, anything else you liked about the movie? Um, I really liked the... Uh, I, this is a little bit of a stretch, the the emotional pacing of the movie. and Very no, no, done no, that's not very a stretch. well. That was done really well. No, it was done very well. Yeah. That's not a stretch at all. No. Yeah, because in the beginning, it started with the... Uh, well, it, it started like as a flashback, and it goes into the you know the Greek mythology origin story. It goes yeah. into Wonder Woman growing up mm-hmm. and like learning how to fight, and mm-hmm. then it um there's a little bit of humor that mm-hmm. breaks into there as they're leaving the island, and um the humor kind of transitioned away. They, I really liked how they did the um I'm not used to like modern society thing. They didn't yes. overdo it because that, that's a trope that pops up in a lot yeah. of movies oh, where totally. it's like oh like you know I think it was only like ten minutes of the movie. Something yeah, like there, that. there wasn't too much time. They didn't like harp on the whole. Oh, I don't understand like yeah. how the world works. Um, and then it starts to get progressively more serious, like going to the actual front lines, right. showing like basically Wonder Woman actually having to see real combat. Yeah, and then to the eventually finally going into the um, well, showing uh, Steve, Trevor, and then his um, allies, the mercenaries, and then the final confrontation with Ares. And uh, spoiler, um, what happens to Steve? Right, yeah. I was. I, I gotta give the director credit. I, dude, I loved how that was Steve heartfelt. died. Oh my god, dude! I actually I felt I felt something. Um, but <laughs> in your like, chest piece? Yeah, my chest piece. Um, I, it hit me in the feels a little bit because I I thought, you know, because it all ties into basically what he said to get her to leave the island because you know she was under essentially the yoke of her mother, mm-hmm. um, and she was kind of scared to leave the island. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, you know, my dad always told me either you can sit around and do nothing or you can do something. Right. And I chose to do something. I tried doing nothing and it didn't work. Exactly. Uh, you know, and so she, you know, kind of expounded on that. And she's like, oh, I'm going to do something about it. And then, you know, he decided that sh- her power, you know, again, this alludes back to him thinking more of her than he thought of himself. Right. Not just because he like loved her and it was a girl, so she couldn't do it. It was because, you know, she had the power to change more than he could. He this knew this is something he could do. This was yeah, exactly. You took the words right out of my mouth. It yeah. was you know he could not try to defeat Ares. He no. he knew that they she was their only chance. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you know what? In the meantime, I can still do something good. Yeah. So that's that was very very powerful. I loved it. I it loved was, it. Oh, it was fantastic. Um. 
Another one of my uh, favorite scenes is uh, uh, Steve Trevor's assistant. Yeah, she was she's amazing. Good. She's, she's good. really good, like carrying the sword, and she like cornered that dude in the alley. Right. Yeah. <laughs> when, she, when when Ares, when we didn't know it was him, was like, "How likely is he to listen to my orders?" Not likely. Right. <laughs> she she was hilarious. You know you know what's funny? She was in Shaun of the Dead. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she gained a yeah, she, she gained did. weight. Yeah, she was um the girlfriend yeah, of the that. ex. Wasn't it the ex girl? No, no, no. No, it was, that's right. She. That was her. Yeah. yeah, the girlfriend of like the douchey guy who was in love with Sean's girlfriend. Okay. The yeah, girl who was like the was, actress or whatever. She, yeah, no, she yeah, she, she was, was an artist or yeah, some shit. Yeah, yeah, some shit like that. But yeah, that was her. And I'm like, damn, she she gained some weight there. She did. She was almost unrecognizable, but I'm like, she's so familiar somehow. Yeah, no, that 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 makes a lot more sense. That's nice. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, definitely. Um so basically was there like how do you how do you think it compares to other DC movies? I know, Brad, you haven't really seen other other ones. Um, I haven't seen a lot of the other DC movies. Um, I've seen a lot of the the Marvel origin stories. Right. Um, <laughs> the DC effects budget isn't nearly as it's obviously not as good as the the Marvel budget. Well, it's because the fucking Disney they own but, the world. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. they own the world. But I will say, like, they didn't overutilize the special effects. Maybe True. not no, until just the very end when they're using a little bit too much special well, effects. Because it's Ares. Well, they're yeah. also <laughs> fighting between gods. It's not like yeah. you can you but can they act didn't that overdo out with the props. special effects. Like the lasso was done really well. The lasso then, was done. Oh, I love the lasso of truth. <laughs> yeah, when he's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're so probably fun. gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> put the he's like, this is not a good idea. <laughs> it was so good. No, but yeah, I like I the agree. effects. Yeah, uh, Mike. What do you? Uh, I think the other DC movies are shit. Really? So, like all well, of them? No, because the fucking uh, the the Dark Knight trilogy was incredible. Right. And I mean, Batman still has, or is you know obviously falls under the DC universe, but you can't rest an entire comic book franchise on one superhero franchise. You but it's Detective Comics. <laughs> but like it's Detective nice. Comics, dude. But you can't you can't rest it on one superheroes and even one rendition of a mm-hmm. superhero's shoulders. Right. So I think that hopefully, especially with uh, the gentleman again, I don't know his the actor's name, not Chris Pine. no not him. Oh. Um for Aquaman, uh oh, the guy uh, who, Jason Momoa? Thank you, yes. Um casting him genius idea. He is a fucking brilliant actor. Yes. He acts in a bunch of different really great badass roles. He's gonna be he personally he's gonna he's gonna like unpussify the idea of Aquaman that all the comic books and like all like the the real like pansy ass like what it, cartoons did. Right. Um, I I love that they're uh, just based off the Justice League trailers. They're making uh, Aquaman a badass. Yes, and he he's I think that that is the right path to oh, go. Totally. The thing is 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 DC Comics have always in my mind rung as the darker of the comics. Like, yeah, they're supposed to be the grittier. That's why I like them you know, more. Nastier comic books. And, like, the superheroes are supposed to be gritty and just dark a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, while as Marvel, they have their dark sides, and there's just something very unique about Marvel. And, you know, maybe we can touch on this more in a Marvel v. DC comic, you know, whatever I, I cast. I can't wait for that episode. Yeah, but, you know, that's what makes, to me, DC unique. But they haven't expounded on that, in my opinion, at all, other than the Dark Knight series. Ever. That is and very it's, true. And it's, it's sad, but I think that this, again, could pave, or it's starting to open the door. I'm not gonna say it's gonna pave the way for like all the other all the other uh, you know DC movies coming out, but it's certainly letting someone open the door. They turn the knob and hopefully they won't stumble over their own feet. I know. I hope they learn from this movie. Yeah. Because like I like I stated before, Man of Steel, in my opinion, was awesome. I loved it. It was the best Superman origin story. Uh, that I've ever seen. I don't like Superman. I know you don't like Superman for the same reason I don't like Superman is because he's a fucking all like powerful yeah, cocky stupid. dick. Yeah, stupid. <laughs> what I loved about Man of Steel is that they gave him doubt. They made him doubt himself. He wasn't like a cocky fucking asshole. Like he he felt human emotions. He was fantastic. Um, that's why I loved Man of Steel. Even if it was like super CGI'd and uh, yeah, yeah, but. yeah. Well, that was also you know in the time <laughs> where they were really heavy in there about the CGI. But it's also hard, I'm sure, to be Superman without the old uh, CGI. Right, Brad. Um, to touch on the uh, the like that weakness of Superman showing that human side of the character with um 
and, and Wonder Woman, to bring it back to that, I really liked how um, they showed a bit of a parallel between Steve and um, Princess Diana. Right. Where they both had the intention to do good and do what they could, but Steve was virtually powerless. He was just a human with, um, you know, no, no actual abilities. He was just a spy, and Wonder Woman was literally a god. Well, a demigod. Yeah. And it actually, t- and it took... Um, they didn't make like Wonder Woman seem weak by having her like basically fall in love with this guy. Yeah. Um. He was like kind of like an inspiration to her because when she doubted herself, this guy who literally couldn't do anything, um, did everything. He gave everything he could to like save who he could. Yeah. And that's what inspired her to basically like go super sane and like crush. Well, exactly. Well, because she, I th- I'm trying to remember correctly, but even though Ares said he's on the gut of truth, like she's supposed to be. Uh, and if I'm if I'm not mistaken, the goddess of truth and love, those are her two like domains, call it or portfolios as a goddess. Um, but that doesn't stop her from being a badass god. You know, she protects mankind because she sees the merit even in their faults, and like in that merit, it's it's the love that shows her though. Like even through the faults, rather, it shows her the merit, and that's kind of where. You know, even though they didn't know each other for very long, and, and Steve was like, "Yeah, you know, I love you," as mm-hmm. like, you know, that was a little corny. Statement. I kind of was, was. It was. It was corny. I wish they would have just shown him mouthing "I love you" and never actually <laughs> played it. Yeah, I wish right. they didn't actually show what he said. I thought it was really clear that he said like "I love you" after he gave her the watch. Yes, but I wish they wouldn't have went back to it. I understand that standpoint of the "I love you" at least those three words, but you could not make out everything else he was saying no, in regards but it wasn't to important. like. It was important. He was saying, very importantly, I can save today. You can save the world. Right. Like, let me save today. Right. You can save all of us. That was, and that, that was, was that was great super quote. important. That was a That's great true. quote. Yeah, the That's I true, love you, you I get. He could have totally cut that shit out, and that could have went back to, like, the ringing ears effect mm-hmm. um, for that. But, like... You know, you could, yes, you could obviously tell he said, I love you. That's why I was like, oh, he said, I love you just then, even when it was like the ringing ears portion. But, and, and I thought it was nice too that, you know, like the whole idea of like, you know, he gave up that watch. He was like, here, you know, take this, mm-hmm. you know, because she didn't really understand what the fuck it was for. And why would why you let, let that tell you what to do? What to do? Right. Um, I mean, in, in terms of, in, in terms of other DC movies, you know, we've kind of touched on this. You know, when it comes to Wonder Woman, some of the things that really worked, we've already touched on it. The the non-overuses of CGI yep. was beautiful. Uh, the humor is definitely... Just right. It was perfect. Oh, yeah. Not yeah, overdone, absolutely. but it, you know, gave us just enough. Not just a giant quip, like, no, like, exactly. a, like a Marvel but, movie. But, you know, I, I think yeah. they're already kind of learning from that because just based off the Justice League trailers that I've seen... And they look th- good. They, they look fantastic. They have a lot of humor. Um, especially for the Flash, I can't wait. Well, oh, he's supposed to be the jokey fucking guy. I know. It was so like so. I can't. I can't wait. Like I just want to see that part where he throws the fucking bat star. Or the, yeah. The, the bat, he just grabs it. He's like, "Can I keep this?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who you think I am. Whap. <laughs> right. So I I really hope uh you know in comparison because the other ones you can say they've been trash until this one, but. Oh, this was so good. I can't wait. But speaking of that, again, we've touched on this before. What do you feel like the future of DC is going to be after Wonder Woman? Um, where do you, what do you think it's going to be, and what do you think it should be? Let's start with Brad. Okay. Yeah. So I think what they need to do, because the, the Justice League movie is coming out later this year, right? Uh, either no- October or November. Yeah, that's right. I think they said November. Yeah. I think it's going to be... So the I'm really hoping the Justice movie is going to hit it big. I think what they need to do after that is I want to see um, a few more origin st- stories done mm-hmm. to the same quality caliber as Wonder Woman and then going into more Justice League movies because something that I like about DC versus Marvel, Marvel makes... Marvel makes characters that um, normal people can relate to because they're mm-hmm. basically heroes, but they have like normal lives. Right. You know, but they don't stand for anything. Whereas DC heroes all represent something. I bigger. don't think they. I don't think you can say they don't stand for anything. Well, I mean, what I'm it's saying just is not as apparent. Like the DC heroes are like they symbolize something more directly. Right. Which is something I really like, and that's why I like um, Justice League over. Avengers in general, because the Justice League, each member like symbolizes something, whereas mm-hmm. the Avengers are just like Jesus, a team of d- like, bad dudes. I'm a minority like, in this room, then. 
See, I prefer I prefer the Avengers, um, but that's because Spider Man's my favorite fucking comic book <laughs> <Yeah>. character. <laughs> See, I I think now, do you say that in terms of movies or comics? Because if I'm being honest, I'm a DC hardcore DC fan all the way. In the in terms of the comics, yeah. Mm-hmm. In terms of the movies, we've only had really one successful DC movie so I've far. Seen, yeah. I've seen a lot of the animated flicks. And I'm really, right. I'm a fan of the comics. I've seen a lot of the animated movies, and I really like how they do it. But yeah, they've never really been able to hit it big um, on, in the on cinematic the big screen. universe. Yeah. And so I'm really hoping yeah. this is like, like their gateway drug. Like this is gonna be able to, <laughs> what gives them the funding and what helps them well, like, yeah. catapult it into actual popularity and not just being made fun of. Gives for, the like, population faith. Right. In the in the in the DC universe, and I in terms of like future movies and stuff. Well, you were saying how this affects you know future movies and. I think that people are going to take a lot of notes from this, yes. and it, it's, uh, you know... They've set the bar very high with this movie. Yes, but I would agree that, you know, the DC comic book characters, the heroes, all do stand explicitly for something. Yes. And they all have very, like... I mean, obviously, you don't, like Bradley said, you don't see their human side a lot of the time. You know, it is mostly their hero that you that you're looking at um but like i would be i would love to see a flash origin story oh flash is is my favorite dc comic book character um because i personally believe he's the most powerful dc character um because if you watch like you know some of the animated movies and stuff like that he literally can move so fast he transports through dimensions Right. Um, it's it's fucking incredible. He can move, which is why he can punch so hard and everything like that, because he punches so fast. Right. It's like getting a, hit by a train, basically. <laughs> right. Literally getting hit by a train, because he's moving it so quickly that he just, like, wrecks your shit. Um, and people, people underestimate him, because he's, like, the goofy guy. He's one of the original members of the Justice League, and everyone writes him off because, oh, he just moves fast. No, he moves fast. He can fuck you up. Yeah. Um, but I just think that, it, you know, it's, it's kind of like Marvel's Quicksilver. Um, True. Which everyone like is like, oh, he's so overpowered, but like <laughs> because he could just stop time basically. Well, yeah, so can the Flash. Yeah, I think he's I think he's he's easily one of the most powerful superheroes ever. I um, I, I I agree. I love see, and I think I'm the mi- minority uh, in terms of this podcast because I love the Flash CW show. It's fucking, I hate. That's one thing the DC universe can eat my balls on. Like <laughs> Arrow sucks. Like stop doing. CW or whatever WB18 so I'm doing these bullshit fucking shows See, and just hit I like the that's fucking fair because I've heard really good things about Arrow the Flash and Arrow a ton of good sucks. things about Gotham Arrow I've heard Gotham's good Arrow sucks I, okay I will say this you just don't like the after, like I do like the green Arrow after season 3 of Arrow I stopped I was like I'm fucking done they <laughs> overact they're at, I know this is not what this podcast is about but I'm angry they overact in Arrow so fucking badly like it basically is if they cast con- complete amateur actors and actresses I get it it's a television show it's not a movie so they're not going to try and get like the most professional people they can but the, the, it, they just overact it's like every line is so exaggerated it's complete shit it's garbage Okay, but you have not watched The Flash? No. The Flash is not the same deal. I'm so, listen, hey, hold they on. tainted it. My point is is that in The Flash, uh, they they do a lot of shit that, he, that The Flash can do, like creating time remnants, obviously opening wormholes, going back through time. Oh, going, you were telling me about that, yeah. Dude, it is so good. Um, so... I mean, I totally forgot what point we ca- came from because I, I the mentioned Flash the Flash. Is incredible. Oh, about the Flash, yes. I know this is a tangent. Have you seen the DC animated movie Flashpoint Paradox? Uh, no, but in the TV show, they d- actually did do Flashpoint, and I was like, yes! Flashpoint Paradox is amazing. The main gist of it is the Flash goes... He figures out he can go back in time, and he goes back in time to prevent his mother from being killed by that robber. Um, but what he didn't realize is that by preventing that from happening... He basically changed the entire future by creating that ripple, yeah. and he never got his powers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the whole world's like completely fucked up because of that small change he made. And like Bruce Wayne isn't Batman, and right, Oliver other... Queen isn't the Arrow. It's actually like Henry Queen. There's a bunch of like different people who are the heroes, and like um, a bunch of the other heroes are at war with each other right. because of 
the ripple as it spreads out across like the world basically just gets worse and worse and he has to try to figure out how to get his powers back and then how to go back in time and basically you know fix everything and right. actually let his mother die right yeah it's 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 fantastic Fucking crazy yeah that, it, that shit they, is incredible when they did that in the cw <laughs> that was awesome the way they did that um yeah. but basically going back to like where like the future you want to see more origin stories i definitely agree i can't yeah. wait to see the flash which by the way they're having troubles <clears throat> getting a director really? signed on for it yeah That's interesting interesting yeah i know um it's because dc but doesn't again, print money like marvel does yeah they haven't proven it so right so, i guess yeah but um but yeah i definitely what i wish they would have done um and this would have helped previous dc movies mainly batman versus superman um is take it slow they, yeah. They're, they, and the reason why Batman vs Superman sucked is because they, well, I won't say it sucked because I actually liked Ben Affleck as Batman. His oh, portrayal mean it didn't suck. His portrayal of Batman was really good. I've heard. Um, but the movie itself storyline was just so convoluted with like, oh, let's throw the other members of Justice League in there and video clips, and let's, oh, let's throw Doomsday and oh, Wonder Woman's here. Like, there's just so much shit. Marvel took their fucking time. Like, mm-hmm. they did all the origin stories first, and then they, like, piece by piece, it all came together to form the Avengers movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. DC is doing it way too fast. They're like, okay, we're going to make a Justice League movie, then we're going to do all the origin stories. It's like, why? Well, and I don't and, think that they can necessarily... Listen, they cannot fuck it up by doing that. It's it's not like they have to follow the... The Marvel, you I'm know, I'm not saying they have like to outline. do that, but because they're do- they tried to do it so quickly, Batman vs Superman suffered because of it. Well, yes, as long as they don't make the other movies suffer because of it, that's what I'm worried about. I yeah. think they're if- doing it because DC is. I think it's uh, stronger when the heroes are grouped together. I think Marvel heroes actually are more interesting in individually. Their own stories. Yes, um, and then DC heroes really work well together, and I think it's much more compelling to see them together which is probably why they're trying to rush out the dc movie but i hope they don't i hope they don't rush it out too much like the batman superman but i mean and that that just plays again to what brad said what you said is that you know the the marvel universe characters have their own individualistic human side stories that that can be made into a film that's extremely interesting as opposed to you know the the more interesting level of like essentially godlike people right going around and saving the earth from insane fucking threats like uh what is it cerebro is uh, superman's arch nemesis the 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 self cerebro is from x-men sorry my bad what what's wow. his name <laughs> brainiac isn't it no that's not it i i know what you're trying to say yeah the, i the, don't remember the, his name the self-learning ai that destroyed krypton um, I know. Yeah, I think I, that is Brainiac. It might be Brainiac. Um, but yeah, like how that, and I think that that is, that's fucking cool that like, you know, there's, yeah, it is Brainiac. It's absolutely Brainiac. Okay. Um, but I think that that's, that's really, really cool. That's right. Cerebro is a fucking, like, it's like a, a machine in yeah, X-Men. Yeah, it's Professor X. Sorry, my bad. Anyway. Wow. It's just a cooler word. <laughs> Whatever. Brainiac, is Brainiac is, is fucking dumb. It's a dumb sounding well, see, name. See, that's the only DC character name that sounds dumb to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it does sound dumb, though. Um, it does. But, but it's also supposed to be the most dangerous basically thing in the universe because it goes assimilates into planets and destroys them yeah um, and I, I think that that's pretty cool and it's like something like how they all have to band together because that killed all of krypton so basically a planet of supermen right no they didn't have superpowers on krypton well, that's though. true the red sun yeah they didn't have earth red sun true, true, or yellow sun yeah, that's true. why they got stomped true enough they, they got, hung well, off they got stomped they got fucking stomped yeah they hung out way too long yeah but yeah I, just like think, I think that that's that's some crazy shit that like you know, that's what's cool is they they face like these just ridiculous things, but because they're essentially gods themselves, mm-hmm. they can fuck it up. Yep. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I definitely hope the future of Mar of DC bodes well. Uh, bodes well. What I would like to do, what I'd like to see, Martian and I Man know Hunter. I'm never gonna get it, and that's okay. I would is love it? a Marvel DC crossover. It'll never happen. I understand Aww. that. The money. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I get that. Trust me. I'm aware. 
but I just love the Marvel uh, DC comic book crossovers. Yes. So much. Yeah. That one can dream. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I, dream. I thought you were gonna say Martian Manhunter. Martian, Man- I do. That would Martian be Manhunter. that would be fucking cool. I would love a proper Green Lantern movie. Oh, oh yeah. Green Lantern Corpse. That's that's one of the movies they are planning. You know, it's called Core, right? Or whatever. It's fucking. Well, it's not a dead body. It's. <laughs> <laughs> or um, even a movie with like uh, the question. That's a hero you don't see as much. Right, and I and I know DC had done their timeline, kind of like how Marvel had done with their timeline. But I mean, all that's kind of in jeopardy right now. If uh, if if they can't get directors for their films, if they can't get directors, and if 2017 doesn't go as well as they hope, I think I'll tell you what. I honestly think that they're turning a new page. The the previews for I mean, here's the thing: the previews for Batman v Superman were still awesome. Uh, no, actually, I disagree. I um, I got super I think, jacked. I think that they 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 weren't awesome in the sense of like story awesome. They were awesome in the sense of, oh, that's aesthetically pleasing. Oh, that's an explosion. Oh, there's Michael Bay. Bay's like motion. yeah, I was gonna say it's it's not really it was nothing looked interesting in the Wonder Woman trailers. Things looked interesting to me. True. Okay. Um, fair enough. You know, and I think that in the 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 Justice League trailer, things looked interesting to me. It was like, oh, look at this, even just a verbal confrontation between Flash and Batman, or oh, you know, they call him, I can't remember what they called uh, the the, um, Aquaman's real name, but then they went and found him in like a bar. I know. Basically, they went went and found him drinking in a bar. It was (laughs) like, it wasn't like some crazy combat scene with explosions. It was, this is this. See, Justice League kind of looks like a mix of both. Uh, it looks good. It, yeah, because <laughs> That's, you know, it doesn't look like it's just actiony action. <clears throat> I, I love, I love in the one of the new trailers for Justice League, they had. Uh, uh, I love that they do like the the funny little quips, like uh, Batman's talking to uh, James Gordon. He's like, "Oh, it's nice to see you're working with others." As Aquaman's like coming over the railing, he's like. Just like a bat. I dig it. <laughs> yeah. But it's just fun. It's funny shit like that. It's a mix of action and funny as opposed right. to Batman v Superman where all all of what was in, and that's what you're always scared to, to have, is all what was in the trailer, that's the only interesting part in the movie. Right. Uh, let's move on to our uh, little bit, like, last piece of the main topic. Uh, were there parts you guys did not like in Wonder Woman? Like I said, there were very few parts I didn't like. Um, I would say uh, there's like a couple like tiny plot points like the whole idea of like that sword that they called the God Killer, right? Which and uh, spoiler, Diana was the God Killer. Yes. She was what Zeus created. Kind of odd because like if Zeus had enough strength to like create someone that could kill Ares in mm-hmm. like you know a few centuries, but like he couldn't finish it. But whatever. And then the God Killer sword. Like, why did they have that at all? It was in the super secret chamber, <laughs> and they had this super badass sword that was only to be used if Ares showed up. But it wasn't even special at all. It was just a sword. So I don't know if that was just to give all the people on the island hope. Right. Or if it was to trick Diana long enough so she could never figure it out. Right. And that is a potential. That's actually what I was going to say. Like, I thought that maybe that was the case, but... You brought up a point that kind of just killed it. Why did they keep that? Why? What's with all the fucking games of like, oh, this was definitely passed down by a god. In the secret <laughs> vault and the special. Where, where all the actual godlike things were like the lasso of truth and these, these like, uh, you know, bracers and you that, know, all of that shit. The magic yeah. runes didn't do shit on that sword. Man. No, they, they did not. Up by yeah. and, and that's also kind of a plot hole for the future movies because even in Justice League, you see her with the same sword. And Batman vs. Superman, she had that same sword as well. So, and you well, see the sword in Smash. Well, here's the thing. If it's if it's an insignificant sword, then she can just make another. I guess, but, like, fucking explain that, maybe. She's like, a museum <laughs> curator. She just takes another ancient sword. Or she can just <laughs> have one created. I mean, she is a, technically a goddess. She is a, technically a goddess. Yeah, so, um, even though it's a demigoddess. But, like, and that in and of itself, right, he created all of the Amazonians. I, I don't necessarily agree with your Zeus point, Um Zeus was a bitch. Well, in this story, apparently, yes. <laughs> but he dealt such a huge blow. But here's the thing. In a lot of that Greek mythology, they relied on prayers. Like, all of the gods relied on prayers for their power. Right. So if, you know, Ares was killing off all of the gods and everyone was terrified, they weren't going to be praying to Zeus for help. They were going to be praying for mercy from Ares, right. essentially. So he might have been losing power in that aspect. 
and uh, Zeus is prolific for his fucking. And it's they, they said that it, you know the, the Amazonian queen said, oh, this is you know I made mold you out of clay and Zeus you know made you, but later on they said that she was the child of Zeus and the Amazonian queen, which means to me Zeus fucked the Amazonian queen. <laughs> And I you don't guess, need a whole lot of energy to you, do that. <laughs> I guess you can say that technically, but again, we are dealing in Greek mythology. A lot of shit doesn't make sense. Well, true enough, but at the same time, in Greek mythology, Zeus fucked everyone. <laughs> he literally fucked so many women. That's how all the demigods happened. I don't think that's what happened. I think it was personally what she said. She just made um, a powerful wish. Like, Well, she said she made a powerful wish. To have a daughter. Yeah, but that's what she told Diana as a yeah. lie. Uh, I don't know if she was. I don't lying know if it was a complete that. lie. I I think it was because she th- said I molded you out of clay. Yeah. Which explained how there was no men around. Yeah. And Zeus granted my wish. However, if you think about it in the sense of, but if you're thinking about it in the sense of Greek mythology, take Aphrodite for example. Uh, for for example, do you know how she was created? No, I didn't think about it. Zeus, she basically like she was actually a daughter of Kronos, who was a who was a Titan, but she was and Zeus ris- rose her from fucking like sea foam. So I'm like that doesn't. She, well, she's technically that, a goddess. So here's the thing: not not to say that it's not possible. I'm just saying how demigods are formed in that whole Greek but she's mythology. She's not a demis- demigod. She's a full-on goddess. That's true. Like, you think demigod, but she was created by Zeus alone. Which technically, but I, I guess you're technically correct because Amazonians aren't mortal. They're not. What so, are they? I didn't, I felt like they didn't te- really touch There's some kind of odd immortal beings. A, dem- a demigod is like. No, not demigod. At, the, the Amazonians. The Amazonians? Well, um, so, well, the Amazonians, um, fuck, they explained it at the beginning of the movie. Well, no, they were created by Zeus. Yeah, they were. But they but were, I'm I saying they, they, were, they were like semi-immortal, essentially. Yes. Um, but here, here's my point. I honestly believe that she that it was more of a lie to explain as to why there was no father there and all of that kind of shit as opposed to saying, oh, you're, you're dad? Yeah, he's a god. And you're a god. There you go. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was I mean, all supposed to be a, a smoke and mirror effect for Diana, so she didn't know because when she knew she was a goddess, it was supposed to draw Ares nearer. I, I doubt... You're allowed your opinion, but I doubt you're correct. Yeah, well, I doubt you're correct. So fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I think the Fucking actual piece of origin shit. is Zeus probably, with like the last of his energy, created like basically a god, but it was a child that could be someone who could kill Ares someday. You're a child, and he entrusted it to the Amazonians <laughs> so they could protect her as she grew right. up. Right. I. I and yeah. They had to suppress her powers because if she became aware that she was a god. Ares, as they said, could find her. Right. Um, Listen, I mean, yeah, that's island. totally fine. You can agree to be wrong. <laughs> agree to be wrong. <laughs> you're trying to look up information that supports your. No, I'm actually not. Phone. I'm just fucking around with a word document. Yeah, he is. He's fucking around. I'm literally just. Notes. Yeah, I'm just like, hey, well, there you go. But uh, you know, there was also, uh, fuck, I wanted to. There was a little bit of a little bit of an Easter egg in this movie. Apparently, someone pointed it out. The uh. Doctor Poison girl mm-hmm. with the clay face. Whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. Yeah. Um. Apparently that drug she was giving the the general or what have you super steroids yeah. venom. Uh, apparently that was supposed venom. to yeah no there, apparently that was supposed to be like a the bane stuff bane like bane's wasn't that called poison. venom really I think it was called I think venom. it was called venom yeah that's or why I, said it. I think it's something. like they said and I forget well who they call it out. venom in the bane series but yeah. yeah. Uh, they pointed it out, and um, some people online um, pointed it out. Basically, this could this could possibly be like the early stages of that, you know, venom serum for Bane. Yeah, because she didn't kill Doctor Poison; she let her go. Yeah, showed mercy. Yeah, exactly. So it's very possible we could see Bane in the future. Yeah, that'd be sweet. And I'll tell you what; it Bane. also didn't explicitly in the because Batman, maybe because in the comics, if I'm not mistaken, she also never killed Ares. So. Potentially speaking, he might not be dead. He might they, not he's be. A they god, never showed so. his corpse. However, a god can kill a god. Right, so, a god can yeah. kill and a god. And because, so. because she used essentially his power against him, he could be dead. But potentially at the same time, they never showed him being dead. They just showed a crater. He also said, I'm the god of truth. Yeah, we, we've right. talked about that. But yeah. he, he was, that was just a, 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 an attempt at deception to, to bring her over. Her. Yeah, basically. All right, so does that wrap it up? Any other points you guys want to make? It does wrap it up because soon... I must pee. 
<laughs> All right. And if you haven't listened to our very first episode, make sure you listen till after the outro music because that was gold. Listen, I drink <laughs> beer during podcasts and I need to pee. Okay. So... <laughs> Uh, that'll wrap it up. Uh, do want to give another shout out to our sponsor, MJDArtworks.com. Again, go over there, support him, and uh, he's going to be having prints available very shortly, uh, as we discussed in the most previous episode. Well, not most, second most previous episode. My apologies. So, basically, what's going to be happening now, uh, we do have a listener mail. This does come from Jason. Uh, Jason's a character. He sends us the most strangest questions ever. Uh, he says, I have a query. Can demons cross the ocean? I mean, it has salt in it, but they can possess humans, and we have salt in our bodies. Thoughts? Yeah, I have a thought for you. <laughs> you're, uh, you're, you're not thinking clearly enough. If you watch the Supernatural series, which is clearly where this is coming from, um, <laughs> if you watch the Supernatural series, if there's any break in the salt line, um, you know, demons can pass through. Even the smallest air, 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 like hair crack in a in a salt line, demons will be able to pass through. There's nothing. I mean, the sea salt isn't all just together <laughs> there's clearly mixed in with water which means there's lines fucking everywhere uh if it were all salt then uh you wouldn't have a sea well, wait, those are the called demon, salt flats could the demon cross uh the black sea though because that's pretty salty N- yes they could because yes, they could. because there's still water molecules intertwined there there's no way for them to not be able to pass now if you filled a pool with salt and then sat in the middle of it. No, demons probably couldn't get to you, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, but they could um, throw stuff at because you. Because it's 100% salt. They could throw stuff at you. They could mm-hmm. throw stuff at you because uh, their stuff isn't resistant or non-resistant mm-hmm. to salt, as it were. Yeah, uh, I pretty much don't have to say anything else there, Jason. Yeah, uh, Jason. <laughs> you fool if you took five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, I think you're taking that too literally. I mean, if they're on a boat, technically they're not touching salt. Um, they can evaporate out of people's mouths. Again, if you're going off supernatural and just fly across the fucking ocean if they need to. That in, in regards to the whole body thing, I mean, what percentage of your body actually has salt particles yeah. in it? Not a lot, pal. Not a lot. So pal. I don't, I, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it's a minuscule amount. <laughs> yes. Uh, any other thoughts on that, Brad? Yeah, um, no, it's it's pretty well covered. Like, I don't think there's enough salt in the ocean, and can't a lot of demons like fly anyway? And like, well, it's really just they can't pass the plane. Like, it's like consider it like video games, the invisible wall that goes up to infinity, um, that you can't pass through. That's essentially what a solid line of salt does in the in the supernatural world. Right. Yeah. So. All right, I think that will fully wrap up this episode. Thank you so much. Again, you can send your own listener mail. Just send us an email uh, to cinemafromthedarkside at gmail.com, and your question will get answered on the show sooner or later. All right, guys, thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on Cinema From The Dark Side Podcast.